If you want daily Elon Musk news and updates, please take a second and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're on right now because we bring it to you every single day. Thank you so much. Now let's get into some Elon news here at the Elon Musk podcast. Elon Musk's former chief of staff, Sam Teller, testified in court on Wednesday about his former boss's belief that he had a handshake deal to take Tesla private in 2018. The trial, which began on the ninth day, was triggered by a class action lawsuit filed on behalf of Tesla shareholders who alleged that Musk misled them with tweets in August of 2018. And in these tweets, Musk indicated that he had secured funding to lead a buyout of the electric automaker, ending its then eight-year history as a publicly held company. Teller, who worked closely with Musk from 2014 to 2019, provided insight into the workings of the billionaire who runs Tesla, SpaceX, and Twitter. Teller revealed that he sometimes had to soften Musk's blunt emails, which he attributed to Musk's Asperger's syndrome, a form of autism that Musk acknowledged having during a 2021 television appearance. And during his testimony, Teller also described the series of meetings that Musk held with representatives from Saudi Arabia's public investment fund. In the last of five meetings with the Saudi fund that began in January 2017, Teller testified that Musk became increasingly excited as he discussed taking Tesla private with Yasir Al-Ramayan, a governor from Saudi fund. Although specific financing amounts were discussed, Teller recalls Musk pointing out that taking Tesla private would be expensive, to which they replied, don't worry about it, we've got a lot of money. Teller believed that the two men made a handshake deal to proceed with taking Tesla private after their meeting. And a week later, Musk tweeted that he had the money for the buyout shortly after being alerted that the Financial Times was about to publish a story disclosing the Saudis fund 5% stake in Tesla. Now, amid confusion about whether Musk's Twitter account had been hacked or if he was joking, Musk followed up a few hours later with another tweet suggesting a deal was imminent. The prospect of Tesla stock being sold caused the shares of Tesla to soar, but the stock price dropped after Musk scrapped the going private proposal, resulting in billions of dollars in losses, according to estimates provided in testimony by an economist hired by the shareholders' attorneys. Now, after the Securities and Exchange Commission alleged Musk's tweets were misleading, he and Tesla reached a $40 million settlement in September 2018, without acknowledging any wrongdoing. U.S. District Judge Edward Chen, who is presiding over the current trial, has declared Musk's tweets to be falsehoods, leaving it to the jurors to decide if he posts them recklessly. And Teller's testimony provided a glimpse into the demanding schedule he kept while working for Musk. He revealed that Musk doesn't like anyone filtering information for him and likes to observe his communications himself. And Teller likened his job to an air traffic controller, confronted with a lot of problem-solving at all hours, leading him to stop working for Musk in 2019 due to exhaustion. And despite the grueling schedule, Teller's testimony shed light on the quirks of the billionaire and their inner workings of his companies. OpenAI's ChatGPT has been in the news lately. And did you know that Elon Musk was a co-founder of that company? It was founded in San Francisco in 2015 by Sam Altman, Reid Hoffman, Jessica Livingston, Elon Musk, Laya Setskiver, Peter Thiel, and a few others. And they've collectively came together for about a billion dollars to start that company. 
Currently, Elon Musk doesn't own any shares in OpenAI. However, he did at one point own a huge stake in this in the company, and then he sold his shares to Microsoft in 2018. OpenAI has been in the news recently, but now it's piloting a $20 monthly subscription plan that offers users a priority access to the AI chatbot during peak hours. If you're a user of ChatGPT, you'll notice that sometimes during a heavy peak hour, it may take a few minutes for you to get a response from the chatbot. This plan is called ChatGPT Plus, and it comes about two months after the tool was released publicly, and it went very viral very quick, and it generates amazing and convincing essays for anybody that prompts it with the right things. Now, many people have wanted to test this out and they've been locked out or needed to join the wait list, but anybody who subs to this now will benefit from faster response times and priority access to test out new features and improvements of chat GPT and open AI tools. It's gonna be free though, so you can continue using chat GPT for the foreseeable future. And ChatGPT and OpenAI released a statement the other day. It said, we love our free users and we will continue to offer free access for ChatGPT. By offering this subscription pricing, we will be able to help support free access availability to as many people as possible. Now, ChatGPT Plus will be available first in the United States and it'll roll out eventually to other countries. And OpenAI said it will begin inviting people from its wait list in the coming weeks. And the company also said it's exploring options for lower cost plans, business plans, and data plans for more availability. The preview of ChatGPT allowed the team to learn from real world use, and they've made important improvements and updates based on the feedback of the users. And since the ChatGPT has become available, people have done some amazing things with it. They've made essays, stories, blog posts, song lyrics, all with user prompt. And some users have drafted full research papers that have fooled some scientists. Now, some CEOs have even used it to write emails to fire people. And while this ChatGPT is gaining traction among users, some people are getting concerned about what's going on over there. There's inaccuracies in the data that it outputs, its potential to perpetrate biases and spread information that's not right is at the top of that list. And the ability to help students cheat is also one of the things that people are concerned about. So listening to all of those concerns, ChatGPT and OpenAI made up a new feature, and it's called the AI Text Classifier, which allows users to check if an essay was written by a human or an AI. And there are also other tools on the market right now, some free tools that can check to see if your AI has written your paper or if you wrote the paper, but ChatGPT has their own right now. Now, the release comes amid concerns that the AI chatbot could help students cheat and also professionals generate convincing content. And now people can check on that. The new tool, ChatGPT and OpenAI, said that it's imperfect, but it's a step forward and they are trying to help out everybody out there with these concerns. Hey, if you love Elon Musk news, please take a second and hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're on right now. It really helps out the show and lets me 
do these shows every single day. So thanks. And late last month, January 31st, Elon Musk asked a U.S. judge to throw out a lawsuit claiming that his delayed disclosure of a large stake in Twitter Inc. defrauded shareholders who sold Tesla stock artificially low prices because they were kept in the dark. In a federal court case in Manhattan, investors accused Musk, who bought Twitter for $44 billion in October, of waiting 11 days past due a U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission deadline the previous March to disclose that he had bought 5% of its stock. And the shareholders said that Musk saved more than $200 million by adding to his holdings while quietly meeting with Twitter execs about his plans for the social media company going forward before finally revealing that he has a 9.2% stake, which cheated stock sellers and options traders out of the quote, true value of their securities. But in a filing, Musk said investors in the proposed class action had no independent right to obtain damages under the SEC disclosure rule and could not show that all class members actually relied on his silence before trading. Now, Elon Musk also noted, as had the shareholders, that he had properly disclosed his stakes in Tesla and SolarCity at least 20 times and even mentioned the SEC rule to Saudi Arabia's Sovereign Wealth Fund in 2018 when negotiating a possible investment in Tesla. And this SEC rule states that you must disclose within 10 days when you have acquired more than 5% of a company, which for Musk's Twitter investment would have been last March 24th. Now, Twitter shares rose 27% on April 4th to $49.97 from $39.31 after Musk disclosed his 9.2% stake. Now, investors viewed this as his votes of confidence in the San Francisco-based Twitter. And this case is brought to you by the Oklahoma Firefighters Pension and Retirement System versus Musk, and it's in the Southern District of New York, number 22-03026. Hey, thanks for listening to the Elon Musk podcast this week. My name is Will, the host of the show. I want to say thank you to everybody out there that's been supporting the show for over 215 episodes. Thank you so much for all of your continued support. I will continue doing the show for as long as I can. If you want to help support the show, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash stage zero, where you can download episodes without ads in them. So please take a second, go check that out. That's patreon.com slash stage zero. And it allows me to continue doing the show. So if you're a fan, thank you so much for being a fan. And I appreciate you. And I will see you in the next one.